Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast. The weather's been a bit pants today, and I know we are the ones that enact or retract the big coat protocol. I've quite enjoyed having my coat on today. <laughs> I've really enjoyed having a coat back on again. Now, Here it is, I'm putting it on now. got my Mac on. You see, I'm looking at that. It's a great, that's a great Mac. Thank you very much. I like it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't class that as a coat. See, I, what? I, what you're wearing there, you're wearing like an anorak, a Mac. Yeah. It's not the big coat. What I'm saying is I'm That's reassuring true. you that you're not violating the protocol. That's a good point, because I didn't want to get um, uh, any form of a fine, if you know what I mean. No. It's, it's weird, though, isn't it? Because you, you're in jeans today. You're normally the first person in shorts. Correct. Our producer, Adam, is in shorts, even though it's been absolutely tipping down, which is... Uh, I felt, felt like he slept somewhere else last night. I've also just... Well, I can't rule that out, because I've also just noticed not only is he in shorts, <laughs> he hasn't got any shoes on. He's just wearing socks. What is going on Do with him? Do you think this is your front room? Hey, my feet are wet from the rain. Oh, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. socks broadcasting in a studio. Like, disgusting. So, put that out of your mind. Uh, just enjoy the show. Don't think about his feet. Father's Day on Sunday. All week we've been giving you the chance to win £1,000 plus a special Father's Day label edition of White Mackay, the triple matured whiskey for a richer, smoother taste. We've been spinning it all week. The Dad Chat Generator and a random topic will be chosen. Uh, whatever the generator spits out, we want your best dad stories on the topic, whether it's about your dad or someone else's dad or how you've navigated fatherhood. We want your great stories. Let's load up today's Dad Chat Generator. Spinning the Dad Chat Generator. It's ball number seven. Now. Ball, ball seven. Ball seven. Should, this should be good. That's um, my favourite number, seven. Is it really? I love... What's your favourite number? I've never thought. Uh, number one, because I used to be a goalkeeper. Is that what it is? Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a stretch. What sets your dad off is ball seven. <laughs> what sets, sets your, dad, your off? dad off? It doesn't take much. It's like to rile your dad. That's what we're after, isn't it? Straight at it for me. Straight at it. And he won't thank me for sharing this story, and I hope he's not listening. It was Cilla Black. So your dad gets set off by Cilla Black? Doesn't happen so much, sadly, these days, because Cilla's no longer with us. OK. Uh, but we weren't allowed as kids to watch Blind Day or Surprise Surprise because... Cilla Black cancelled a gig that my dad was going to go to once and he never forgave her. Wow, he holds a grudge, doesn't he? <laughs> he really I can't. Did. I, I bet there's hardly anyone else out there has got a problem with Cilla Black, <laughs> by your dad. Walk in on a Saturday evening, see it on telly, he goes, not in this house, boys, and off it would go. Unbelievable. Paul, she's the nicest woman in the world, by I all know, accounts. I know, As far as your dad's concerned, though, absolutely not in the house. Mm. Cilla Black saw her on telly go crazy just because she cancelled a gig back in the day he was meant to go to. Can I tell you what set my dad off and still sets him off to this day? Standing up at football matches. Does it really? People standing up when uh, a chance is about to happen. Yeah. Even like even if you're like on the halfway line, people yep. stand up. Yeah. Uh, or going for a corner if you're like uh, say Lower Bullens in the corner at Goodison Park. People standing up just because you've got a corner on your side. Yes. Absolutely. Can't. He's incandescent with rage about it. Uh, this, these people don't leave their names, but it's great. It says uh, when I was a kid, my dad used to go off his head if I used too much sellotape when wrapping presents <laughs> at Christmas or birthdays. Classic dad. Doesn't grow on trees, does it? Sellotape. It's, it's not made of money. <laughs> uh, Mo, what is it for your dad? Uh, you know how when you phone somebody like a company and you get, um, if you prefer to go to www dot, then somebody can help you there or blah blah blah. Well, my dad absolutely hates that. And <laughs> so, are you saying that what sets your dad off is the option to go online to seek further yes, advice? Yes, because, yeah, because he's not PC literate at all, um, and 
honestly, he's just an absolute nightmare. He shouts. He, there's nobody listening to him, but he shouts at the phone. Um, What's he been like during lockdown then, if you've been trying to have like video chats with him and stuff? You've just been staring at the top of his head on video calls. that what's been going on? Oh, you kidding me on? He doesn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy just to have the peace. That's an absolute no-no. A video call, he would think you were talking Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? What is his name, your dad? His name's Robert. Robert. Robert, uh, fan- I think there's many like him, but thank you for sharing the Robert experience, Mo. You're in the draw. Thank you, guys. And by the way, can I say good luck to Scotland tonight? I know you want England to win, but... We want football to win. <laughs> we want football to win, <laughs> don't we? As long as they don't let us down, just even one goal would be fine. That would do me fine. Even if they don't win, one goal would be good. Nice one. Kaylee says motorcyclists without jackets do it for my dad. When we were kids, he would yet lecture young lads at petrol stations about bike safety. <laughs> it's really important. <laughs> that is the wind up, isn't it? It was really embarrassing. Uh, Jay, uh, share what it is for your dad. Uh, parakeets. <laughs> parakeets. <laughs> yes, the birds. <laughs> the little parrots. Right. Let's let's have a name for your dad as well. Who who is he? Vince. How does Vince end up having an issue with parakeets? What happened? Um, well, I'm not quite sure. It's just my dad quite enjoys a bit of nature. Um, he was a fisherman as well, and um, he, he just finds them absolutely irritating, and they, they annoy the hell out of him. So I love the fact... So this is a guy that loves nature, embraces nature, but loves yeah. it and knows so much about it. There's actually a piece of nature that he hates. Yes, pretty but you, much. You'd have thought, though, someone who loves nature... Parakeets are one of like the global superstars of nature. Yeah. You know, they're, they're uh, they are just they, they ace it with all their plumage and their colours. What what's his, does he think they're showboating or something? No, it's because I think they're not uh, na- um, they're not native to, to England, so he finds that quite irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right in saying that? Isn't there a park in London that's got like a a, a weird indigenous uh, parrot population? I think you're talking I'll, I'll Holland Park. Though. Holland Park, yeah, yeah. There's loads of parrots there that were like one, one or two of them was let out. Someone made a rumor up that it was Jimi Hendrix's parrot that started it. <laughs> uh, and there's loads of parrots. Is, is it specifically Holland Park that your dad has a problem with? No, I think it's the whole of London. Right, okay. <laughs> you better check on the whole Holland Park thing because I might have got that wrong. Uh, and we don't want Vince to end up uh, hating Jimi Hendrix as well as parakeets just because I said something wrong on the radio. <laughs> no, because he likes a bit of Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> okay, that's good. So there are positives there as well. Oh, good, yeah, certainly. Good to speak to you. Fantastic to hear about your dad. You're in the draw. Thank you very much. Uh, waiting on the line to tell us what sets his dad off is Neil. Neil, tell us what's going on. Yeah, you always got really annoyed about these people who put coats on dogs. <laughs> what, what is the point? The dogs have got their own coats. I mean, I've got two dogs myself. I don't dress them up. They've got their own coats. Do you know what? It's so weird you say that because we were in Deal in Kent uh, the other week when we were camping and we were waiting for our coffees. I stood next to a woman who had a whippet that had a coat on. And I was talking to her about that and she was saying that they don't retain their own body heat properly so they have to wear coats or little jumpers. That's pathetic. It, it, it wasn't born. It wasn't born without a coat. That's so a good if point. If it can't keep it, if it can't keep itself warm, it's not. It's not a very good dog, <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> so Neil, I've got, I've got two stuffies. You've got you've got two dogs, and you say that you don't put coats on them. Is that your decision, or is that because of the upbringing you've had and your dad going off on one when he saw a coated dog? The upbringing that I've had. Definitely. Okay, and what's your dad's Definitely. name? Let's let's get a, a, a test of the man. My dad's name's Brian. Unfortunately, he passed. He's passed away now, but uh, it was an absolute star. He was the t- kind of guy that he was down to earth. He'd go, no, look, he said, look at that pathetic. Why, why the same people put dogs in handbags? 
<laughs> I, I'm sure he's up at the pearly gates pointing out exactly that same stuff as people are on their way oh, in. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. My dad's name was Brian. We've been after your stories of what sets your dad off. And uh, don't forget to drink responsibly. See drinkaware.co.uk. T's and C's at absoluteradio.co.uk. Jay in Enfield and his dad, Vince. Do you remember Vince? We were told all about him and the parakeets. He, he, <laughs> it would set him off big time. Jay, it's won you £1,000. Thank you very much for sharing the story. Vince, hopefully this £1,000 will ease you when you next see a parakeet. We've had a tweet in from Mariana Mainson listening to the show. She says, guys, there are millions of parakeets all over London and second they are loud and wake me up at the crack of dawn every single morning. I agree with Vince. I don't like them either. Friday's Home Time Show. One show, eight playlists, nine actually. I keep losing count. Stream us through the Absolute Radio app. You can count for yourselves. Every time we turn around and get another one. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's Bush and Richie. It's home time. Uh, the best thing about doing this show on Friday is finding out what you lot have got planned for the weekend. It's our weekend cliffhangers. What thing are you doing over the weekend that we need to get back in touch with you about on Monday to find out how you got on? Uh, Darren's email us. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, haven't you, Darren? Oh, I have, yeah. So I do a daily rundown to Exeter, and um, of all days I'm working today. Uh, it's, uh, I normally get home about quarter past ten, but today it's estimated about eight o'clock, and we've got a table booked at the pub uh, for the game. So um, it's touch and go, and I'm getting a bit worried. Do you know, my favourite bit of the email that you sent us is, I've got a table booked for half seven for food and the footy. I've also got to meet the wife at the garage and drop her car off. So she's clearly yeah, not part uh, of the uh, the food and footy table. Is that right? <laughs> No, she is. So I'll meet her at the garage and then uh, she'll jump in the van and we'll be back to the pub. Fair enough. I, I stand corrected. I thought you'd cut her out of that particular <laughs> plan this evening. That's no, fine. No, no, I, I, I don't do that. I, I wouldn't be going home tonight. It's a really important one. You need to be... I mean, look, if you're there for 7.30, great. But if you're there for kickoff, that's the most important thing. Food and football. Oh, Give us a percentage well. chance as to whether you think you're going to be there. Uh, it's 50-50 at the moment. I'm, I'm running quite late. The M5 is really bad. Um, if we don't get there by quarter two, we lose the table. So <gasps> can, it's, uh... can I just say as well, I don't know what you guys think on this, I feel that the, the estimated time of arrival bit of sat-navs has ruined the guessing game in knowing when you're going to be back. <laughs> also, lying to kids about how long you got left, because they can see exactly what it is. <laughs> on your phone so maybe you just no, do away you know like in that bit in Star Wars where he gets rid of his targeting computer in the Death Star and just uses his own the force his judgement maybe you need to do that Darren I will give it a go but turn it off too much traffic in front of me turn off the targeting computer Darren use the force Let's just- do you, do you think you use the force? I'm going to do that and I'll let you know how that goes. Perfect. We'll find out on Monday's show, Darren. We'll call you back. Brilliant. Great show, guys. Thank you. Use the force. Oh, we want to hear from you. What are your weekend plans? What is that cliffhanger? I've got my old man coming up uh, to visit. He's coming up to you visit. put a DVD of Cilla Black on? <laughs> no. <laughs> Smoke him out. <laughs> uh, I want him to have a nice time because he, he's coming up to see us for the first time in like months and months and months and months and months. But we've had all this building work going on, so he won't recognise the place. Oh. So, you know, sometimes, like, you know, when you've done something, as a, no matter what age you are, I'm 44 now, but you still want to impress your parents, don't you? You I think want them to sort of come and go, oh, yeah, I like what you've done here, son. Do you know what, as well? It's not just the interior decor. It's like dad's a bit of a nightmare with... Um, 
How have they, uh, how have they plasterboarded that exactly, then? Exactly, yeah. Well, what's the thinking behind putting the uh, the beam over there, son? I wouldn't have put that there if yeah. I were you. you know, it's, it's fine, it's, but, it's, all, yeah. it's all done now, Dad. It can't be changed. Well, I wouldn't have put that there. So it's kind of a big weekend, really. <laughs> so he's going to get the full kind of, uh, like, changing room style reveal. He is, really. He's not seen any of it in Almost any stage. Almost kind of a, like a little bit of amateur sort of estate agency going on, really. Hands over his eyes, bring him in there, <laughs> take him off, see what he Ta-da! thinks. Initial reactions? <laughs> so for me, uh, weekend cliffhanger this weekend... Much more low level than what you're doing. I'm selling two items on Facebook Marketplace. That is not low level because there's jeopardy there. You think you've sold the items. I think I've sold them. But will they turn up? If you want to meet the worst people in humanity, get yourself on Facebook Marketplace and have a chat with some of those. AKA, is it still available? Uh, so I've sold two of them. I'm supposed, I've marked these two things, a board game and a guitar, yeah. as sold. I'm meeting the first fella mm-hmm. down by the, the train station. Sounds like a, a jam song. Tomorrow. And then I after that, I'm dropping the board game. I mean, dropping it off. What's going on? It's only 30 quid. I'm dropping it off. I'm going to make a prediction, and we'll find out on Monday's show. Can I make a prediction? Go on, go for it, go for it. The one that you're dropping off is going to be fine, because you're dropping it off. Okay. The fellow at the train station is not going to meet you. You think he's going to be a no-show? He's going to be a no-show, and you're going to be fuming. He's already sent me a message saying that he couldn't come any earlier because he's it's, had flooding. No, it's all a wind-up. <laughs> it's all a wind-up. Find out what happens on Monday's show. We want to hear from you too. Tell us what you've been up to, Sarah. Yes, this weekend I am going down to the lovely Shropshire area and I'm being filmed with 20 other women in the field metal detecting. Do you know what, Sarah? We could not have predicted that that was going to be the next thing you were going to say. I didn't think it was going in that direction. Are you like a are you like a, a team of metal detectorists that have been picked up by this documentary, or is this your first time detecting? Oh no, uh, we're a team of metal detectorists. We we were just a group on Facebook of all women, um, and we've been picked up by this Channel Four documentary. And yeah, they've offered to come and film us over on tomorrow. Sarah, the the, the next obvious question whenever we speak to someone that is into detectoring is what is the best thing that you have found? The best thing that I have found is an Iron Age. It's called a Wawad grinder. It was used to grind down plants to put makeup on. And that is currently sitting in a museum in York. Wow, so something that you've found in a field is in a museum at the moment. This field that you're going to be doing with a documentary, have you picked it or have they picked it? Okay, you sound like you're on the actual wing off the plane. I'm driving home from work. Well, look, stay safe. We're going to call you on Monday's show. Uh, find oh, yeah. out how it went. Did you pick anything up? How much it's worth? It's very exciting, Sarah. Yes, and I will tell you exactly if I found anything. Good on you. Take care. Oh, you too. Thank you. Safe Cheers. landing. Bye. Right, my friend, I've got a little Friday treat for you. Oh, really? Heading into the weekend. Oh, um, I knew you had... You had a, you've got, like, a little twinkle in your eye today, so I thought maybe you brought treats in or something. I've got a twinkle in my eye, I've got a letter in my hand, and it reads as thus. It's to both of us, but I think it's more applicable to you. OK, cool. Dear Bush and Richie, hopefully you both remember chatting to me recently about my wolf dog, Flint's Delicious Liver Cake. Right. I, my my favourite meal is liver, bacon and onion, so yeah. already my my interest has peaked. Exactly. I, I would have known that. We talked so much about your mum's famous liver, bacon and onion. I know you love it. I absolutely love it. My other half, Katie, who's a vegetarian, has some serious issues with it, but it's fine. Uh, well, the letter continues. You seem so interested in trying some of this delicious liver cake. Uh-oh. Your wish has been granted. Oh. 
Oh, <laughs> is that what that box is? Mary Berry would be proud. It should be with you shortly, say Chris and Flint. Love the show. In this sealed uh, freezer bag is like one of those takeaway little Tupperwares, and inside it, as I do, you know what this is? Unlock so, it for freshness. No offence to her. I saw you're I not going to do this, are you? I caught a glimpse of that box, yeah, and I, I, I didn't want to say anything about it. I thought uh, your Natalie had made like brownies or something. No, they're not brownies. They're definitely not brownies. <laughs> <laughs> is that normally designed for a dog? Then is it like a dog it's thing? Dog food, yeah. It's liver. It's liver cake for dog. There you go. But it's for you because you sniff. love liver, as we know. I've just taken a sniff of that. I ain't eating it. Oh my word! <laughs> that is someone else. Have you ever thought about? You know, sometimes like dog food does look quite pre- appealing, mm-hmm. and you see those dog biscuits. You think, oh, they might be all right, and mm-hmm. you have a good sniff of them. You think, oh god, blimey! Here's the ingredients: liver, eggs, flour, milk, garlic. Oh my word! This is where you eat it. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let's put it to one side and let's, as soon as the show finishes, we'll definitely, definitely eat it. Thank you. Today's match is plumbers versus brickies. Yes, it's time for our second round of matches in the group games of the Trade Euro Championships. All our trades have played one game each. It's time for their second games to commence this evening. Uh, Eight trades all up against each other to see which is the greatest. And tonight, second game of Group A is Plumbers versus Brickies. Let's meet our contestants. Right, representing Plumbers who won their first game, so sitting pretty in Group A. It's Chris. Chris, how are you doing and where are you from? Hi, I'm Chris. I'm doing pretty well. I'm from Shrewsbury. Brilliant. What's the name of your company, Chris? It's Wilson's Plumbing and Heating. Fantastic. Feeling confident today? Already three points in the bag for the plumbers? Yeah, feeling very confident. I've had a very good day. Great. Now, Rab is kind of a little bit like your Scotland ahead of this evening. Lost their first game and really need a result. Just just saying. <laughs> uh, because the Brickies lost to the Gardeners. Uh, Rab is our Brickie. How are you, Rab? I'm very good, thank you. He sounds tough. He sounds like a hard man. Uh, Rab, where are you in the United Kingdom right now? Um, I'm in Runcorn in Cheshire. Fantastic. And uh, what is the name of uh, your little outfit, Rab? Um, it's just me, myself, and me own. Oh, God bless you. Are you going to try and put this right because you had a bit of a shock upset in the first game? Are you going to turn things around for the Brickies? Oh, well, give us a lash. <laughs> That's right the then. strategy. OK, well, look, Chris, you're going to get your 20 seconds first to tell us why plumbers are better than brickies. Good luck, Chris. Your time starts now. Right, we bring the magical elixir of life to each person's home. We produce heat. We deliver you the porcelain throne to sit on so you get 10 minutes apiece away from the kids. Whereas brickies just play Lego with a bit of muck mixed together. <laughs> he's still got time left. And now his oh. time's up. <laughs> he felt like he'd done enough. It felt like he'd done <laughs> enough. No, I, that was it, yeah. I thought I'd slam dunked him once. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. Well, he's been sitting there listening to that Rab the Bricklayer. Rab, you have 20 seconds to put forward your point as to why bricklayers are better than plumbers, and it starts now. We built the houses. They put that, they have to build the radiators and their boilers onto the walls that we built for them. There's a reason why Jesus was a carpenter because God, his dad, was a bricklayer. <laughs> no one has ever said while looking at a beautiful brick-built house 
Time's up! That was some Muhammad Ali star <laughs> one-liners there. Absolutely fantastic from the pair of you. Brilliant. My granddad was a vicar and I do not remember the bit about God being a bricklayer. Um, I, I think it is in Genesis. Yeah, we'll have to check it out, but Rab, you've educated us all. Uh, right, well, look, well done, gentlemen, but which is the better of the two trades? It's up to the audience to decide. You can text us 812.15, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Who's getting the points today? Is it the plumbers or is it the brickies? We've got the results coming in now, and it's the moment of truth in our trade Euro Championships. Uh, and it is another win <sighs> for the Plumbers with 66% of the vote. They have won their second group game, which also means it's a second defeat for the Brickies. You wouldn't necessarily have seen it go this way. Some of the patter that we've had in on text from Brickies has been fantastic, but when it's come to stepping up, yeah. it's not really. I don't. They've not cut the mustard. They need to really up. Their game. You'd also have to say they've not they've not garnered the public vote two times now. What is it about the Brickies? Why are the public not voting for them? It leaves them at the bottom of the group and a hell of a lot to left to play for in next week's Trade Euro Championships. Right, if you're listening and you are a tradie and want to represent your trade in the Trade Euro Championships, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk is the email address that you need to get in touch. Who, who needs work at the moment? We'd say that, uh, that but brickies are in all sorts of trouble. So if you're Huge brickie, work. Step forward. Who else hasn't really, like, you know got themselves going this week uh, well definitely the brick uh, the brickies i'd say are the ones that are in, in intensive care right now big old trouble carpet fitters didn't even turn up so that's very true so they're the two trades get involved and one final question mm. they use the, the phrase tradie quite a bit on love island mm. it's an australian thing do we use tradie over here uh i think we're the people to uh, to get it really going yes bring it in we call it tradie